Welcome to the Vanessa G. Fitcast. If you think eating less is the answer to getting lean, or that you have to choose between having donuts and wine or having a body you love, well then, girl, you are in the right place. Chances are you've fallen victim to diet culture's terrible advice on how to eat and exercise. But don't worry, this podcast is going to bring you actionable information so you can start transforming your body without giving up your life. I'm Vanessa Gillette, founder and head coach of Vanessa G Fitness and Nutrition. This podcast was born from my passion for helping all women create bodies they feel confident in. Thank you for tuning in and trusting me to support and guide you. Now let's do this. Welcome back to the Vanessa G Fitcast. I'm Vanessa Pozos, and here with me is Omar Pozos, my co-host. And today we're that's gonna... it. That's all I get. Just co-host, lovely husband. You know, I, uh, I feel like I've been friend. hyping you up too much lately. <laughs> I need to now bring it down so that you don't get too much of an ego. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, today we're going to talk about something that I think is going to be really helpful for people as we are rounding out the year, right ahead into the new year here. And a lot of people are thinking about like, man, you know, maybe I didn't do as well during the holidays. Maybe I'm not feeling my best now. And now I really want to like get back on track, feeling motivated, ready to tackle my health and fitness goals, ready to really like dial things in. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with those kinds of thoughts, but Something that I see happen all the time, and I see this in women we work with, I see this in women who come to us for help, and I've seen this in myself in the past I as see well. this in myself too, actually. Yeah, it's the pattern of self-sabotage. And essentially, it's that, like for me, this can show up in so many different ways. It doesn't even just show up in our health and fitness. This shows up in so many different areas of our lives. But for me, like I think back to, you know, before I ever was a coach, before I ever really had my health and fitness dialed in and understood nutrition and fitness and good strategies for these things. And I just was so desperate to lose weight. I would jump on these diets. I would like absorb all the information I could get super excited, listen to all these podcasts, be like, this is it. I'm finally getting it all dialed in. Like I finally have it all figured out. I would jump into the diet, you know, completely like clean up my, my foods, clean up my grocery list, like clean out my kitchen, make sure that I was like ready to go. And I would jump in super excited, follow it for a period of time. And then eventually, inevitably it would always happen like this. I would go somewhere. Typically it was like going out to eat with friends or, you know, maybe just like spontaneously going to a restaurant or maybe traveling, like something out of the norm kind of threw me off. And I'd find myself in a situation where maybe I couldn't be like perfect according to the standards I had at the time, all those like food rules, of course, that I was following. And as soon as I started to get a little bit off track, like, oh, definitely, you know, ate a little bit too much food. Then suddenly it was like, bam, now might as well just like continue to eat more of the things. Like I already had a couple of cookies. Well, you know what? What's the damage if I just continue to eat more cookies? Because I already messed up. I already have fallen off track. Might as well just, you know, do a little bit more at this point. Like who cares? I'm already upset with myself. Might as well just like actually, you know, enjoy myself in the process and just eat as many things as I can. And then, you know, tomorrow I'll get back on track. For me, that's what self-sabotage was. I would just completely sabotage my 
my goals, sabotage myself. And it was through my own behaviors, essentially. Can I ask too, like how long did that behavior keep going? Like, did it stop that one day or the next oh, day? No. Yeah, yeah, it would roll through <laughs> for a period of time and it probably and it would end up being like the end of that period of me yep. being quote unquote dialed in, being on top of my nutrition and fitness. And it would just continue to snowball until eventually same exact cycle, decide, you know what, I'm fed up. I want to feel better. Now I'm like absorbing all these things of telling me actually like, this is the better way. This is the magic method. Now let me try this. And it would just rinse, wash, repeat. Yeah. And funny you say this because, you know, when this podcast episode comes out, um, more than likely we'll probably be finishing up 2023, getting into that, you know, new year, new me mentality. And and to your point, I, I deal with the same stuff and, and I'm all into the, like the all or nothing, right? Like I'm all in or I'm all out. And it's so hard for me to see the little bit of progress that I am making even when I am sitting in that gray area. So like, you know, not too long ago, we came back from Mexico and we re- went right into Thanksgiving. So I had a lot of um, intuitive eating, you could say like a lot of freebies and just eating whatever I wanted. Then coming into, into Thanksgiving, I was telling my coach, um, Kat, I was like, hey, I was like, I don't feel like I'm making any progress. I'm like, what's the point of me doing this? And she helped me see the other perspective of like, hey, you're still, you know, putting in the the work in the gym. You're still like we did our turkey trot. She's like, you're still moving. She's like, why don't we just shift that perspective of, you know, if we are eating a little bit more calories, can we use those calories to help you get those badass workouts in and help you, you know, build upon that? And just those little frameworks, I'm like, oh, maybe I can continue to stay to still make a difference, but without getting to a point where I'm self-sabotaging myself or even worse, like burning myself out and being like, F it, I'm not doing any of this stuff at all. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, self-sabotage itself, oftentimes when we end up in that pattern of self-sabotaging, we'll find ourselves having these kinds of thoughts of like, I'm just not disciplined enough. Like I'm too weak. I'm a failure. Like maybe I can't you do this. Yeah. It's you not might not me. even be like verbalizing those things, but you're probably thinking or feeling something along those lines when you find yourself in that pattern of self-sabotage. But the reality is you aren't self-sabotaging because you're weak. You're not self-sabotaging because you aren't disciplined enough. You're not self-sabotaging because you're a failure. Like none of that is true. The reason that you are self-sabotaging and what I wanted to take this episode to talk about a little bit here before people start diving into the new year, wanting to you know get their health and fitness in a good spot is that self-sabotage starts to actually come about because something in the goal you are working towards is being perceived as a threat to your brain, Ooh. to your, whether it might be like your physical um, your physical safety, your mental safety, your emotional safety, like your brain is constantly wanting to protect you. So when you have these repeat behavior patterns, which for a lot of people, self-sabotage is just a repeating behavior pattern. That is your brain going into action to protect you from something that it thinks reaching that goal is actually going to hurt you by essentially. Can you, without going into too much of a rabbit hole, like give us a little bit of some of those um, threats, whether they're emotional, physical, whatever. Like I would, like for me, I think the one that comes up the most, and I think honestly, it goes back to like my childhood, but it's like FOMO, like fear of missing out on like, oh my God, I see that tray of cookies. You know, we don't normally have a tray of cookies that are freshly baked at the house. So now I have to eat every single one of them. Could that be one? It's a little bit of that like 
Yeah, yeah. And that can be an example. That's almost more of like the immediate behavior of okay. like, okay, I, I want to, you know, like my example before of like, okay, I had a couple of cookies and I want to eat more cookies. Right. Like that very well, that action could be kind of immediately coming from just like, I don't want to miss out. But more so like what we're talking about here is that when we're talking about the actions that we're taking right now of like focusing on our nutrition, focusing on our fitness, you know, going to the gym regularly, um, maybe tracking macros, like whatever it is that you're doing to get to a certain goal that you have in mind. For a lot of people, that goal might be weight loss. For some people, that goal might be, you know, better health markers. Like there could be a lot of different things that is your specific goal, but there is something about that goal that might be for whatever reason being, yeah, being perceived as a threat to your brain. For a lot of people, that might just be the fear of unknown. A lot of people stay stuck in familiar patterns because even if you're not enjoying that pattern, even if you're like, man, it sucks being tired all the time. It sucks just like feeling like I just hate my body every time I get up and I get dressed and I look in the mirror like I hate it. It sucks. But the thing that you're not recognizing is your subconscious. It's going, yeah, but it's familiar. Mm, Yeah, but I know what this feels like. I understand this life. I'm used to this life. The idea of change, the idea of different, the idea of a new reality where maybe you are leaner, where maybe you show up differently, where maybe you show up with confidence. There's a lot of unknowns with that involved. And you might have this idea that like, oh, when I am leaner, when I am fitting into my clothes, my life is going to be great. But your brain might be like, mm, I don't know about that. Like there's maybe some things <laughs> like there that, that mm, I don't yeah. know about that. Your brain is like, uh, uh-uh, girl, nope. <laughs> there oh, might be man. some things and it could be going back to, mm, I don't know. <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm stuck in my head. Sorry. No, but it could go back to like, maybe you've been there before. Maybe yeah. you've lost weight in the past, but maybe you did in a way that was not sustainable. And when you lost that weight, when you got to that place where you were leaner, you look back at it and you remember like, oh man, but I loved it. Like I loved when I was leaner. Like it was so great. But there might be a lot of things that you're forgetting that your brain is holding on to going like, "Mm." but you forget that when we were trying to, you know, maintain that you were not able to enjoy any foods and you were just like killing yourself in the gym and you were doing all these things and your brain is just, again, it's trying to protect you. you. Your brain does not care about what you look like, what you feel like in that way. It just wants you to be physically, mentally, and emotionally safe. What about this one? Um, I just had a call yesterday with a girl, um, and she, same thing. She had tried a couple of different things. You know, nothing seems to be working. She had some autoimmune issues, so there's a a whole other layer there. But what she mentioned was, as part of, like, her biggest struggle, she was like, it's my husband, because... I've tried all of these things and he's seen me fail. He's like, and when I start something new, when I start something that's different, he's the very first one to tell me like, okay, well, we'll see what happens in three weeks or we'll see what happens in six weeks. And she's like, and reluctantly, when I do fail, he's the very first one to come over and be like, told you so. Like, what's the point, right? Is that, I mean, obviously that's a little bit of a different situation. It's not just, excuse me, it's not just yourself and your own mind, but now there's some external you know, family issues going on. I mean, obviously that's another. Yeah. Well, that would be a huge aspect of emotional safety. If maybe we're perceiving this threat that like, as I'm like, when I get to that place where I've reached this goal, maybe that'll be a different situation where maybe my husband might have other things to say to me that like, I don't even know what he's going to say. Like, you know, maybe we want to think that it's going to be like, oh, he's going to just like love me more because I'm thinner now. But like the reality is 
maybe you don't know what that's going to look like. Maybe you're a little bit afraid that you're going to have this like distance in your relationship because you're going to be this healthy fit person. And maybe he isn't that way. Like there can be a lot, like there's so many different paths we could go down with this. And what I think too, um, and tell me your thoughts on this, but even for the listeners today that are just listening to this and they're maybe, you know, in a car walking, whatever. And they're like, oh yeah, you know, maybe that could be me. Maybe it couldn't. But if you sit back and actually like, whether it's journaling or just meditating or whatever, just really putting some time to think about this and you start to kind of peel at the, the onion, peel at the thread a little bit or pull at the thread a little bit, you really start to uncover. So that's what I think what I would challenge our listeners to do is don't just take this and in, in like, oh yeah, maybe like actually sit and think about it. Because when you start to ask yourself better questions, you get better answers. And ultimately, I think that's when this stuff comes up because otherwise you know, life moves at a thousand miles an hour and you're like, oh yeah, 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 I think so. But then you never truly get to the root cause. Therefore, you never really figure out what you need and you never start to be able to make that long-term, long-lasting uh, change for yourself. Yeah, and that's exactly it. We're getting to a root cause of your self-sabotaging behaviors because so many people are like, well, you know, I always find myself just like wanting to avoid taking an action or like maybe I'm procrastinating on something or maybe I have this like perfectionistic tendency when it comes to these behaviors that I'm trying to take to reach that goal. And that's where I end up self-sabotaging is like, oh man, I wasn't perfect with hitting my macros. And now like now I find myself falling off track, like whatever that looks like, it can be very different looking for different people. But a lot of people and like a lot of, you know, maybe different coaches would just be like, oh, just take action despite that feeling, like just push through, like you can do it. And like, you know, there's nothing wrong with that kind of advice. Like they're trying to help. But the reality is you aren't fixing the situation. So as much as you just push through over and over and over again, you're still going to find yourself back in the same patterns over and over and over again. And that's why in our program, we do so much more than just giving you like some nutrition advice and some fitness advice and just like cheering you on through it. It's not that simple, unfortunately. Yeah, we honestly probably like to an extent, you know, there's definitely some clients who will get annoyed by the amount of questions (laughs) we ask and the amount of like digging we do at the deep work, at the mindset work, because this stuff is hard work. It is hard to change these patterns. It's hard to face just like really tough questions from a coach. Sometimes like some people just don't even like being asked questions at all. Like I've I've seen that in clients before too, where they're like, just stop asking me questions. Like, just tell me what to do, but that's not actually serving you. You have to think deeper to uncover what is actually causing you to be where you are today and holding you back from getting to where you want to be and actually being able to maintain that for life, for years to come and not resulting back in self-sabotaging behaviors and ending up back where you started. And that stuff is uncomfortable. Like even talking about it now, I'm like, I don't know. Like, you know, I don't want to think about this. I don't really want to, you know, uncover my demons or whatever that I have. But to your point is, you know, if you lean into that discomfort, that's when the true magic happens because then you start to figure out what works. You start to figure out like what patterns you need to break. Um, And then, like you said, if you have a team of experts and, you know, coaches holding you accountable to doing this mindset work, that's where you actually are intentional. And you next thing, next time it shows up in your life, you're like, I know how to navigate it because I've done it in the past and I've studied it and I've, I've broken that cycle. Um, So even as a guy, I mean, it's extremely uncomfortable, but I'm like, 
man, I'm like, if I just lean into this, I know it's going to suck, but eventually I'm going to, you know, reap the, the, the fruits of my labor. So, yeah. And of course I want to make it clear too, like we don't force our clients to do any kind of deep work that they don't want to do. <laughs> no, we don't. Like, you We're have not to like do holding it. you hostage. <laughs> like you have to answer questions. And like, I, I was jokingly saying, I'm like, we've had clients be like, stop asking me questions where it's like, if they truly don't want us to ask them questions, even if we explain like why we might go about that process. If they don't want that, like we're going to respect that. And we do really individualize our coaching to each person to really give them the best possible coaching experience that they can have while also helping them get to their goals in the best, most effective way possible. But if you really are ready to stop leaving your your goals up to chance, stop finding yourself in the pattern of self-sabotage over and over again, and just like hoping that you're going to have enough discipline to get through it this time. If you really, really want to make a long lasting change and you're ready to commit to yourself in that way, then you know, we can help you through those things. That's what we do in our one-on-one coaching. So if that's something that you're interested in, feel free to look at the links in our bio. We do have plenty of free resources as well, but you'll find a link to a coaching application where we can see if we would be the right fit to work together. And we'll reach out to have our team, you know, hopefully start to help you through your struggles. Yeah. And seriously, I mean, if you think about it, Ness, um, doing the same things over and over, expecting different results. That's literally insanity, right? Yeah. So if you're, if you're ready to stop doing this and stop essentially working about it in an insane way and doing things that, you know, are actually going to help you and provide you the results you want, like Vanessa said, reach out more than happy to help more than happy to get you out of your comfort zone um, as much as you'd let us, of course, and then go from there. Well, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please share it with a friend, but we'll be back next week with another episode. See you guys. Thanks for listening. If you learned something today, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review in iTunes. And if this particular episode resonated with you, do me a favor and take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story. Don't forget to tag me at Vanessa G Fitness so I can show you some love. All right, my carb queens, talk to you in the next episode.